It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is my house, motherfucker. It's a mid-century sea ranch. <laughs> This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. We starting now? This is it? Are we going? Yeah, I told you I started the <laughs> intro a minute ago, and you guys just kept on talking about Blank Man. <laughs> I think this is the perfect opening for the show. It might be. It might be. <laughs> just just leave, the, leave the bed over this whole nonsense. Yeah, it's nice. We're going to have to do this here. Yeah. Um, I want to uh, note out real quick before you get started any further, uh, that according to Wikipedia, um, under the plot section of Blank Man, um, it says... This section's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. <laughs> Please help improve it by removing unnecessary details and making it more concise. Uh, that note was added July of 2012. Nobody got around to that. Uh, today is Tuesday, uh, July 27th at 2016, and this is episode number 346 of the com podcast. I'm your host, the Right Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Episode 346, but they could not hear the sounder just now. Nope, not a one. Jose Guzman? <laughs> hey, we had Blank Man before Blade. Don't let him forget that. Don't let him take it from you. And uh, Kelly Harris? Hold up while I go make the Wikipedia page longer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Blank Man was about a young man who was a Batman fan. Uh, something of a, a broke nerd type made a whole bunch of homemade gadgets that can't possibly make any sense or work properly like you see in 80s and 90s films. And uh, he fashioned himself a terrible superhero costume and made his brother help him out. And he was Blank Man. Justifiably so, I always confuse Blank Man and Handyman in my head. So I always think that Blank Man was retarded. <laughs> uh, Kelly, Kelly, do you even do you know what what in Living Color is? The yeah. TV show? No, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah, they did uh, CM Punk's theme music. <laughs> but yeah, Damon on in Living Color, Damon Wayans played a superhero called Handyman and he was uh Handy capable. <laughs> he was handy capable, but like I'm not actually sure what hand handicap he had because he was kind of he kind of had that gimp arm, but then he also talked like a 
like a retard. He just he just covered the the bases. Yeah, yeah. He was, said, I'm gonna throw a little bit of this. Right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm they not didn't be plan that out. Of what, what does he have? Yeah, they didn't do a whole lot of medical research. No. <laughs> My favorite was uh, Head Detective. Head Detective was classic. Classic in living color. Was good. Uh, the Buttmans uh, is good. Buttmans. Just yeah. throw me. Come on, partner. Buttmans is solid. Uh, Homie the Clown. Haymon. Haymon. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. So uh, Jim Carrey, Vanilla Ice spoof. Very oh, good. shit, I forgot about that. That was solid. Word to your mama. Oh, shit, what the hell uh, is going on it here? gave uh, us Jennifer Lopez, Sweet Booty. That's Let's right. forget that. The Fly Girl. So are we talking um, are we talking, uh, Killing Joke in the news later on? What yes. Are we yes. On that? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. So I'll save that for later then. Let's see. All right, what else is happening this week? Um, Okay, okay I, I, I'm down. I'm down about ten pounds on this crazy ass diet I'm on. Nice, like in two weeks. Yeah, so that's nice. kind of fucking Congrats. nuts. Congrats. Yeah, would recommend. Not that bad. You got that. And refresh, okay. refresh the listeners. What what is this diet again? Uh, it's what's called a ketogenic diet. The idea is that you change the food that you eat so that you your body metabolizes and burns all your fat, uh, and because you don't really feed any carbs into it. But it's different than like Atkins. Atkins is basically just like you know, if my memory of it is like no carbs, right? This is different in as much as I can have some carbs, but the idea is that like you know. 60 to 70% of the food that I eat comes from, uh, the calories I intake comes from fat. So I'm eating a lot of fucking cheese. Like, nice. holy shit, I'm eating a lot of cheese. So I but, guess I guess me and Jose and Zoe aren't the only ones clogging your toilets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, that thing, without the bread to hold it all together, it's all very loose. <laughs> it's all oh. very loose. The the, bre- the breadcrumbs of life are very important. I've, I've discovered in so the. So you got week. volcanoes over there. Yeah, very much that. Very much. Just string cheese volcanoes. And I'll fucking, you know, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just poo the fat away. <laughs> it's totally fine. If I can get, if I can break that two sixty mark, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Because it's been a long time since I busted that two sixty mark. We're getting, we're getting so close. More on that as it develops because I'm feeling good about it now. I may be really pissy next week, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, as long as you're seeing results, I feel like that's it. You yeah. can stick I, I with a diet or an exercise plan, but as soon as you plateau or as soon as you go a week and don't see any results starting off, that's when you get discouraged and then you eat an entire calzone. Yeah, it's tough. I, I did because uh, you know. There are some people. Some people that do this will say you can do like five and two, five on and two off, so long as the two days aren't consecutive. And uh, Nicole implored me to to fucking you know have a cheat day this weekend, so I ate an entire goddamn pizza and it was wonderful, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. so good. Best fucking pizza I ever had in my life. It was delicious. Well, um, if you're getting cheat days, that that sounds awesome. What's that? If you allow yourself cheat days, that sounds awesome. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like you know, you don't know how to take for granted. Like, oh man, look at all those cocoa puffs. I haven't like had a bowl of cocoa puffs in ten years, but there's cocoa puffs. And I really want them now because I can't have them. <laughs> Are you? Would you say that you're cuckoo for cocoa puffs? <laughs> I might, in fact, be cuckoo for cocoa. Puffs. <laughs> 
Thought that riff would go longer. I took a drink. It didn't. <laughs> it was thought four seconds too short. <laughs> I, I thought I thought someone else would come with some cereal jokes. I would have said, uh, yeah, I was really expecting that to go longer. I, I, I would have <laughs> said, like, you, you reach for uh, Zoe's tricks, and she goes, ah, 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 tricks are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, oh, shit. I know this is my notes, but I wanted to mention it real fast while I'm thinking about it. Uh, went to Walmart this weekend, and they have the all their Infinity stuff is on mad discount clearance because, as you may know, Disney Interactive shut that whole shit down. That should so, be dead. Uh, the Infinity figures were four eighty eight, and all the playsets were like eleven dollars. Ooh, I gotta tell my wife. Yeah. So if you got some shit you're waiting on, you've not got. I would do that now. Is this, I bought this the, is this is Walmart. Have you seen uh, discounts anywhere else for them? Um, I saw Best Buy blowing them out on Monday for their Cyber Monday deals, but I don't uh, know if they're doing still doing it. Target had them for like nine bucks, or maybe seven. Target had them for cheaper, but I didn't see any of the play sets. Walmart's the only one that I've seen with the play sets for that. And so I got the the Star Wars one that had Luke and Leia in it because I didn't have any of the Star Wars stuff at all. But playing the like demo level part when we fired it up for the first time, I'm like, holy shit! They actually made a Star Wars game out of this. Yeah. Uh, I got Mary the the 3.0 big box set for uh, our anniversary, and it came with Luke and Leia and Boba Fett and uh, Anakin and Ahsoka. Holy shit, that's rad. Yeah, yeah. It really is too bad that... And it was like a week before they announced it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too bad, really, because like th- this is, you know, from what I played, because uh, Zoe had the Inside Out set, and... Like, that is a, when you put the inside out piece on, you play that, it's a fucking side-scrolling platform game. Like, you know, there actually are games in this one. As opposed to the first couple of ones, you, know, you throw the place that piece on, you're basically just running around collecting shit like you do anywhere else with these very loosely defined missions. Like, I mean, it's this, this is the way they should have done it from the beginning. And it, it really blows me out that it didn't work out. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh... Oh, okay. Last thing I want to talk about real quick is um, bought some shit on eBay. It'll be here in a couple days. I'm very excited about it. And then yesterday and today, I've had an exchange on Facebook that makes me so thankful that eBay exists because <laughs> because you know sometimes eBay can be a pain in the ass. You know, if you got a guy that doesn't ship your stuff out on time, or if you're getting stuff internationally, it takes a long time to get here. But it's real simple. You go through, you say. This is what I want to pay. And within moments, you know if that's okay. And if it comes back yep. later and someone bids more than you, you know, and you go right on it. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a system. You know how it works, right? I'm on this, uh, this Facebook group on the Facebooks uh, where people buy, sell, and trade uh, Power Rangers and you know, Kamen Rider shit like that. And so usually it's like, hey, it's people mostly selling a shitload of like legacy things for outrageous prices. That's mostly what they're doing. But, you know, it's like, hey, I have this thing I want to sell. Give me money. Okay, cool. PayPal me. I send you the thing. Awesome. You know, or I want this thing. If you give me this thing, you can have this thing. Great. This cat posts a uh, Lightspeed Rescue Super Train Megazord in the fucking box, right? And this thing is like 80 to 90 bucks in good shape out of the box, like on eBay. And I want it because it's huge. It's the biggest, one of the bigger Megazords. And the train, when you put it together, is like almost five feet long. It's fucking crazy. It's really cool. 
oh man, holy shit. And the guy says he wants PS1 and PS2 games. Trading. Will not do that. I don't want money. I want to trade for this shit. Like, okay, I got some fucking PlayStation games. Cool. Right. Let's go. I dig out. I say, okay, cool. here you go. I take a picture. Hey, this is my PlayStation game. What do you think? He's like, uh, these two look really cool, but you know, they sell for X amount on eBay. So, you know, this is kind of worth more. So I'm going to need some more stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, cool. Fucking fair enough. Fair enough. I can't fault that logic with you. You know, besides shit, I'm going to, you know, it's trash to me. Fine, whatever. So I spent the past two days looking at every fucking nook and cranny I have to find this old, old fucking video games. And every goddamn time, this dude's like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I'm like, you I'm, I'm trying to be cool, but I'm pretty sure this is going to get away. And he keeps fucking bumping the thread up as if to say, no one bought this shit yet. And I'm like, motherfucker, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how about I give you these games and like $20? Would that be okay? I'm like, no. What games are you offering? Like, what what are the two that he's interested in? Um, Mega Man Legends and Marvel vs. Capcom. Okay. Solid games. Yeah. Solid games. You know, semi-decent resale value. So it's not bad, you know. So I'm, I'm of two minds. On the one hand, I can certainly understand wanting to get what you perceive to be the value of a thing out of a trade or transaction. 100%. I get that, right? On the other hand, you're clearly not using it, right? Like, at some point, when I want to get rid of something, I will take whatever I can get to be rid of the thing, right? Get this out of my house. Yeah, that's kind of what eBay is for for me. It's like, oh, I don't really need this shit anymore. I sure wish I could have some money in place of this stuff. Go, go, gadget eBay. And (laughs) then it comes around, you know? So it's like, why are you breaking my balls, guy? Let's swap garbage with one another, <laughs> and everything will be cool. So. so, the next time you find yourself with your balls a little chapped about eBay, just think of Facebook and Craigslist and the fuckery that you can find on there. <laughs> and pay your fucking $2 eBay fee. <laughs> it might be worth it in the long run. Man, just thinking about it, like eBay... Buying shit on eBay, I think probably 99 out of 100 times I've had no issues with buying. Sure. It's when you sure. start selling that you really start having to deal with the fuckwits of the world. Just yep. fuckboys all over the place. Like, you put up 10 auctions, you're going to have to have to deal with two assholes. Yeah, easily. And, and it's stuff like... And I had one guy... Said uh, he got some shit that was broke, and I'm like, man, there is no fucking way this thing broke the way that I'm sending it. That I sent it, you know, send me a picture. And of course, the camera was busting on his phone. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, then tell him to stop breaking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but yeah, eBay's maybe entire it's... model now is set up solely to protect the buyer. Which again, yeah. you do want to make sure the buyers are protected. That's fine. But not at the rate of I mean, just wanton fuckery of the sellers. It's not cool. I got a, a friend of mine kind of got back into comics for, you know, after years and years of being off or whatever. And uh, he, he had the uh, Marvel Unlimited subscription for a while. He was just tearing through shit like crazy. And, you know, and I'm we're talking one day. And I'm like, fuck, man. I was like, mm, I got a whole bunch of comics just kind of chilling in boxes. Uh, you want some comics? He's like, fuck, yeah. So I sold this dude. 
not quite an entire short box full of comics for 75 bucks. And it was one of those things where it's like, this is all like, you know, modern era Marvel stuff, kind of like Civil War to Secret Invasion era Marvel stuff. You know, fun things, but it's like... Should have sold in fear itself. Well, <laughs> if I could have, if I would have gone, if I would have put it on eBay in lots, there's a chance I might have made more than 75 bucks. Maybe. Possibly. But by the time you talk about the fees and shit like that, it might be pretty damn close. Then you so gotta just, do that. So just be able to give this guy a box and have him hand me a check was goddamn magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Fuck you. He, he, uh, he works for a pawn store. That's like what he does for a day job. And he says, uh, I was kind of telling him, like, man, just fucking great. Awesome. Thanks for not making me eBay. And he says his store does about 30 grand a year in eBay transactions, like selling on eBay. Yes. I'm like, I cannot imagine what a nightmarish hellscape that must be on a day to day basis. Oof. And he goes, It is the fucking worst. He goes, yeah, that, <laughs> Better you than me on that. I could not eBay professionally. Hell no. Like, I've got, I'm sitting in my office right now, and I'm looking at six tubs, six, like, stackable tubs filled with action figures that I'm either looking to open up and display somewhere or sell. And I just can't ever find the time or the motivation to do that because it is a full-time job. Even if you're just listing 15, 20 auctions, you're you're putting in 80 hours worth of work, possibly. Yeah. That's your life for the next week. Yeah. Organizing, taking pictures, developing the auctions, listing the auctions, fielding fucking emails from dummies from Brazil, <laughs> packing shit up, sending it out. Dealing with the fucking post office. We're like, oh, you can't send this like this. This is priority mail only. You can't send this parcel post. Fuck you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did you put the priority mail tape on that? When it's not, it's going part. Like, it's just fucking tape. <laughs> <laughs> but see, they give you that tape and those boxes for priority mail for free. So they're like, you better send this shit priority mail. Don't get cheap on us and send it parcel post. Then you're like, I live in Florida. I can send an envelope to Alaska for 40 cents. Your business model is fucking stupid. <laughs> Don't take it out on me. Yeah, it's awful. I, I got nothing else. What's going on, Nice? Uh, so, uh, watched the dumpster fire of the Republican National Convention all last week, which was... I couldn't. Uh, I fucking couldn't. It, it no, was. I it, couldn't either. Soul-crushing, to say the least. Um just like it put it put the fucking fear in my heart not like the fear of muslims coming to take my guns or my jobs or anything like that but the fear of like we're close we're close to having president trump and on one hand i'm terrified of it and then on the other hand i'm like "Eh, what could happen (laughs) 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 really it's like a roll of the dice at this point like it's not a guarantee that if Trump becomes president that we're going to dive straight into an apocalypse. It's likely. Yeah. It could happen. I read an inter- I was read an excerpt of an interview with the dude that owns New Japan 
And that guy is fucking worried if Trump wins. It, it, it is worrisome. He is like he said he's watching things carefully and he is afraid about what will happen to the rest of the world if Trump wins. That's the thing, like it's not it's like the when the, the UK left the EU of last month, you know, like that had ramifications reaching far past the UK, you know, like it's a global stage, and I, I do not believe the world will react well to that, man. Like, and not to mention that the pound is now the currently worst performing currency because of that. Right. right. <sighs> yeah. I, I, just the stuff that I saw, like, you know, reading on Twitter and news, and I watched, uh, like, the stuff on Last Week Tonight, and like, like, that was enough for me to know that I don't need to watch any more of that. I, watched I looked at the clip online yesterday and I was watching it with Nicole on TV and I said, fuck, man, that is... Just look at all those old white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that entire 90-minute Trump speech where... How? I, I, oh, I, God. I tweeted, essentially, that uh, he towards the end of it, he was sweating like he was getting towards the end of a 90-minute hard poop. You know where you just... You got that hard poop in you and... And like, it's not like you can't poop, but it's you know you have to poop, and you have to force it out, and you're there for a while. That that's what it seemed like. Get the sweats. Yeah. That poop flop sweats. Yeah, yeah. Just and just getting strawberry and sweaty, and is just yelling, just yelling at us the entire time. I didn't like. I wasn't like into it, but I I. Watched it to see if there was anything of substance, if there was anything different from what we had seen so far in the past year. And the answer is no. The answer is clearly <laughs> no. There is nothing different. Uh, he he has like, has he ever yet like has he yet even one time like said this is a thing I want to do? Like is is he to the yes. point where he's actually dropping some science? Yeah, he wants to build a wall. Other yeah. than that, he wants to build he a wants wall. Yeah, he wants to make. Muscles. Yeah, he wants to make America great again. Yeah, he 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 wants to build a wall. He wants to uh, stop immigration. He wants to get rid of Obamacare, uh, and he wants to fuck his adult daughter. Yeah. Okay, so just uh, I haven't missed much then. Okay, no, 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 I knew no, all no, that. No. Okay, you know everything old white men like. But you know yeah. there was that one uh, campaign stop where he was like. Yeah, people are like, you gotta act more presidential. You gotta act more presidential. And he was like, I know, I know how to act more presidential. And he walks out like all stone faced, and he and he bows to the left, and he bows to the right, and he comes up to the podium all quiet and stoic. He one hundred percent did that impersonation at the RNC convention. He did his impersonation of what presidential is, and he read from his teleprompters and. Oh boy. There's a part of me that wonders, like really and truly, like not, not a bit, not a joke. There's a part of me that wonders if at some point in the next few months he's going to just go, are you guys fucking serious? <laughs> of course not. I feel like if the polls were showing that he was going to get beat by a landslide, I think he'd probably quit before losing. Yes, I think if the polls were consistently in Hillary's favor, he he would drop out, and and just kind of wreck the whole system. But 
he's so they're neck and neck. He's so close, like you can't. That is so fucking crazy. It is crazy. Uh, Juggalo yeah. John in the chat says, Pendulette said that if Trump wins, we'll see just how little power the president really has, and that's that's an interesting point because yeah. even though Bush was horrible and damaged the country policy wise for for a generation. Like in my everyday life, I wasn't really affected. Sure. So on one hand, I'm thinking that might be the case with Trump. You know, person, I'm not a gay person, so he's not taking away my uh, right to marry. Right. Uh, I'm not right. a woman, so he's not going to ban me from having an abortion. And I'm not Mexican, so he's not, or Muslim, so he's not going to try and kick me out of the country. So. As as a white cisgendered male, I don't. There's the possibility that a Trump presidency would not affect my day to day life. But then on the other side, if it happens and and he brings hellfire with him, I have been thinking more and more about uh, how life is going to be like in the end times, and <laughs> you know. Like, not seriously thinking, but thinking ahead to, uh, okay, we might have to fortify ourselves with weapons. We might have to stockpile, you know, canned goods and water and shit. Oh, let's make a bomb shelter. We might have to fucking go to war with some motherfuckers in the neighborhood if we have to. It might get it might get that bad. Like, there might have to be a revolution, but maybe not. No matter what happens... Like, it's going to really require some people, you know, fucking higher up the chain than any of us to really look at this shit and be like, look what you let happen. <laughs> there has to be a better way than this. It, it might bad, just be a cleansing fire. I think no matter what, win or lose, it's going to be a cleansing fire. <laughs> <laughs> like I really Turns do. Out. I think that like it can't, like his whole it can't go unanswered. <laughs> like really, it can't. Trump's like, uh, Razagul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is great. <laughs> like we've we've made the Lex Luthor comparison so much over the past year, but Razagul is perfect. It might be better. He's here to fucking purge the United States it, to make it better again. It's the fucking fall of Rome. Holy shit. That's, That's terrifying. Uh, so, uh, went to the movies. We just got <laughs> re-rosed. That, that, that's a new thing now. Uh, went to the movies a couple times this week. Uh, me and Mary. Uh, Star Trek snuck up on us. Like, well, July snuck up on us, really. Uh, so uh, me and Mary went and saw Star Trek on Sunday. Uh, really, I didn't get to go. Is it good? Really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I fucking called that shit. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I called it. Whatever I happens, space. whatever happens in it, just remember, I called it. <laughs> uh, and then tonight, uh, we took my mom to see Ghostbusters because she wanted to see it. And Lee, you gave it such a glowing review, and Thatcher gave it a you glowing review. You fucking loved it, didn't you? Thatcher gave it a glowing review. Tito said it was gr- it was good. I don't know if he said it was great. Uh, I had promised the podcast that if we had heard some good reviews from 
people in our circle that we'd give it a shot. Mary was very staunchly anti-Ghostbusters, but she agreed the same. Uh, so we sit down, uh, and as the movie's starting, I put my hand on her knee and I say, I hope you enjoy this movie. Not because I want you to be proven wrong, but I think that if you end up enjoying this movie, then they've accomplished what they went out to do. Like, if if you can turn someone's opinion that was very anti this movie from from the get-go, then they succeeded. So, long story short, my mom liked it. That's good. (laughs) I don't... I think it was okay. It's okay. It's kind of fun. I like it. I laughed probably half a dozen times. The... Opening 15 minutes were real strong. I liked Gabe from The Office, the whole, uh, the whole mansion scene, uh, the setup of, of uh, Kristen Wiig's character and Melissa McCarthy's character. Uh, but I think it squandered a lot of its potential. There were a lot of great elements in there that they just did not, did not see their full potential. And, man... Uh, Kate McKinnon's Holtzman was just kind of cartoonish. I really wanted to like her. I, I ex- yeah, but like, you I, know, if cartoons are super sexy. I expected to like her, but I, I just thought it was it was kind of over the top. Uh, like Mary compared it to, it was very manic pixie dream girl, but like turned to 11. And Leslie, yeah, that's fair. Leslie Jones early on was not that loud, racist stereotype that we assumed from the trailers. But then towards the end, she was just yelling all of her lines. Yeah. Like, it, it, it did happen. That's what it devolved into. Like, I mean, maybe, like, I mean, I definitely did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. It was not a bad flick. I, I thought it was fun. But I think part of why, part of my takeaway from it might have been that it was so much better then the trailers made it out to be, then maybe that colored my perception up a little bit. Because it certainly is scores better than that fucking trailer ever was. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can agree with that, Lee. Really? <laughs> like, the trailers weren't good, but I don't think the trailers were made it seem like it was a horrible movie because all those bits from the trailers were in the movie. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, no, like, for sure. like it, it wasn't like they were, were cutting from a completely different movie. I do think it was better than the trailers, but not by much. And that's, that's just my biased opinion towards it. I feel like, you know, it, it's, like we've said before multiple times on this show, some things just aren't for us. Sure. They're, they're not specifically for us. Like you said, Zoe fucking loved it, and she oh, went yeah. home talking about she wanted to chase ghosts. My mom really enjoyed it. I feel like there's this groundswell of support for it on the internet, and that there, there's a lot of people. I, I, I've i likened the uh, fan fervor over Holtzman. It's like she's this year's... Uh, Furiosa. 
essentially. Like, I just imagine Furiosa in the corner just kind of looking at her feet like, last <laughs> last year you guys liked me. <laughs> How quickly they forget. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I would be, because it's it's hard not to compare it to the original. Yeah. And the original, and, and I said this on the on the way home tonight. Like, as a kid, I wa- loved and watched a lot of really shitty movies that I can watch today and still love and enjoy, but recognize that they're shitty. So sure. it's not like everything that I liked as a kid was great. But I just wonder if Ghostbusters, this Ghostbusters, will have a lasting effect on people. Or, or even just young kids, if if it'll be six months from now, if it'll still be something that they remember or that that they're into, right? It, it I, I just, I don't, I don't necessarily see that it has any sort of staying power. It does. I can't recall after just seeing it. I can't recall a single quotable line from that movie. It's not like. Everything has to be quotable, but if something's good, if something's enjoyable, you're going to remember a bit from it, a line, and Ghostbusters is one of the most quotable movies of all time. I think it's just missing that. A lot of the punchlines were just reactionary punchlines, like, like, oh, damn, like, oh, that's going to leave a mark, oh, that was awesome, you know, shit like that. Yeah, that's fair. And... <laughs> The the two things that a lot of the positive reviews specifically pointed out as as two of the bright spots were Kate McKinnon as Holtzman, which I wasn't a huge fan of, which I wanted to be, and yeah, Chris I disagree he- with you hardcore on that one. And, and Chris Hemsworth as as uh Kevin, which was after about the third stupid uh, uh, the third joke about him being stupid, it became tiresome to me. It became almost offensive with how <laughs> fucking stupid he was. And why would you keep someone like that around? <laughs> like, this isn't... Like, it wasn't a slapstick comedy. I mean, there were there were some physical comedy moments, but as a... I'm dumb. As a, <laughs> exactly, like, as a, as a group of scientists, three scientists and an empty... MTA employee who is also a historian. Why would you keep someone around that does not know how to answer the phone? Well, because he's really pretty. Now. Yeah, but, yeah, but only Kristen Wiig was like into him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not hey, you man. know, it's not as smart as the original for fucking sure. And okay, so uh, two last things and we'll move on. I'll I'll, I'll quit harping on it. Uh, like I said, it it wasn't bad. It was it was okay. I'd give it a C plus. I I kind of compared it to Pixels gets a lot of shit, but I'd say it's on par with Pixels, which I don't have a, a negative opinion about. Like, there's some grown worthy shit in Pixels, but I think it's Pixels level. And I think if anyone heard me say that who really loved Ghostbusters would be fucking offended at that comparison. <laughs> no, I think I you know having not seen Pixels, I, I think I totally get your point though. Okay. Like it it checks those boxes, does that thing and that's fine. Right. 
Pixels was all right. It wasn't the worst thing. It, it was watchable. You kind of enjoy it while you watch yeah, it. Yeah, You don't need to see it again. There's some issues, certainly. Some of the jokes, some, some parts, of the comedy falls flat. Yeah. Some of the action's good, you know. Uh, Could you have watched something better? Yes. Could you have watched something worse? Yes. I did not realize. Mary said she had read some stuff up about how they cut. Like, the, the editing was really weird to the point where scenes didn't really flow. And at one point, they all get arrested. Next scene, you see Kristen Wiig at home, like, in her sweatshirt, in bed, reading yeah. a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going with this. And yeah. then later on... And she's black. Later on, the other three Ghostbusters go to fight, like, the big horde of ghosts by themselves. And you're like, why wouldn't they wait for Kristen Wiig's character? Then Kristen Wiig shows up, and they're all like... Oh, you're back! You're, you're back! And I leaned over to Mary and I was like, ho, 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 ho. Like, did she quit at some point and I missed it? And Mary's yeah, like... No, that, yeah, that's not, not... Yeah, you're right. Mary says, oh, they cut that part out. Like, that was... there. There's a whole subplot about her leaving. And that, that bugged me. And then the end credits... Uh, as the credits are rolling, they're showing this whole dance sequence... With a bunch of cops and uh, military soldiers, and yeah. uh, the- would you think they couldn't have possibly shot for their credits, right? That's no, weird. no, because apparently that whole dance sequence was in the original cut, but did not test well with audiences. So they cut that from the story. And so just- instead, he just does the thing and makes him fucking do the pose and he- does nothing. Yes. <laughs> but in the original cut it was essentially the cuban pete scene from the mask right yeah so that that's it that that, that's all i have to add and oh no i take it back one more thing fucking 20 years ghostbusters 3 sat in developmental hell 20 years and all signs point to one man who caused it from not happening? And that was Bill again. Bill fucking Murray. Twenty years. There's a story of him uh, receiving a script from Dan Aykroyd. He didn't read it, put it through a paper shredder, and sent it back to Dan Aykroyd. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've heard about that. Twenty fucking years. Twenty years. Harold Ramis dies. They go a different direction with this Ghostbusters. Bill Murray says, "Sure, I'll be in it." And that is the fucking role? And that is the performance he gives after 20 years? That? That was... Ugh. Infuriating. Uh-oh. Fuck, fuck Bill, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's new Kevin Smith. <laughs> no, no! Bill Murray's been... Uh, I would say Bill Murray has been worse than Kevin Smith in my eyes ever since Harold Ramis died. And he agreed to be in this new Ghostbusters. Oof. Kevin Smith didn't let anybody die on his watch. Yeah, yeah, he didn't wait until Jay died, and then was like, "All right, now let's do another Jay and Silent Bob." Right, <laughs> right. In fact, he probably prevented Jay from dying numerous times. A few times, yeah. <laughs> so maybe Harold Ramis wouldn't have died. Lee can agree with me, I'm sure. And from for, a broken heart. for for anyone else that sees. Uh, the new Ghostbusters. Bill Murray's role is terrible, 
and and just a, just a waste of Bill Murray and uh, just not a good performance from him. I, I enjoyed all the other cameos much more. Yeah. So that that's that's that. Right, what's you got going on, uh, Jose? Man, I burnt the shit out of the top of my head. <laughs> I hope grease. with the sun. With grease, man. Oh, what? With grease? grease? Well, I was cooking and I had chicken with your head in one pan and sauce behind it. Which don't ever do that. Don't ever have to reach your sauce uh, spoon over your grease because when the sauce falls in, it goes boom. And sometimes it pops really high. And, and, you know, science, all things that come up must come down. Well, they came down on my fucking head. Woo! Burnt. But at oh. least it wasn't in my face. So I'll take it. Because that shit would have sucked. That sounds fucking awful. Yeah. So lesson learned. Don't ever have any type of. Sauce, liquid, whatever. Just don't reach across the grease. Put the grease in the back. Whew. Goddamn, son. That's terrible. It hurt. It hurt. How's it look? Well, it's one of them awkward situations where you can't really see it because you're tilting your head down to unless you have like a handheld mirror. Ooh, or take a picture. <laughs> Good old phones, huh? Let's see how this thing works. Uh, Jose just now realized that cameras exist. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> fucking future. So I don't know. That's what's going on. Just trying not to fucking kill myself. Well, good luck with that. Um, because holy crap. can't see my headphones are on <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to take that picture like right now <laughs> for his head did you guys hear that well it's not that bad what that fart no it's the picture clicking taken you're fine uh, so i we went to um my cousin's daughter was doing her Kenton Sierra, something like that. Is that how you say Try it again. Try it again. Her Kirsten Sierra? <laughs> try it again. Her, her Spanish birthday. No! <laughs> say the word. Say the word. So she had her Spanish birthday where she becomes a woman. <laughs> Uh, one time, uh, uh, Jen's sister was having her quinceanera, and I yeah, uh, I was typing it, and autocorrect changed it to Quince Meraki. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, Quince Meraki, right? Yep. Yes. Good old Quince Meraki. Uh, so the lady got to meet, um, you know, every new family thing is, is an extended part of the family. My 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 family grows uh, grows wide and loud. So she's slowly meeting everybody. And maybe 
in a couple of years they'll remember her name. I remember which, which I, blows my nobody remembers her name and is the simplest yeah, four well, letter, one syllable, memorable. Yeah, and they keep wanting to like make the name more complicated. Yeah, I uh, introduced my wife to Jose's cousin Alex about seven times before he realized that he had met her before. Nothing? Did I lose you guys? No, no, no. I just don't. I don't, I don't know that. I, don't, I wasn't there. <laughs> it's nuts. So that was cool. Getting to see. see like my family just keeps shrinking. That's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. No. <laughs> no, we grow. I hear you. But that was cool. You know, I got to see some cousins I haven't seen in a while. I'll see a couple of uncles I haven't seen in a while. Talk to be, to be fair, Talk I, the fam. To be fair, I don't remember any of their names either. <laughs> Shit, I still don't know some of their names. Uh, ridiculous. Anything else? I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on, Kelly? Um, not much. Just a whole lot of wrestling. Whole lot Man. of wrestling. Yeah, watch a whole lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. We are we are in peak G one times, and because of that, I'm waking up half an hour earlier tomorrow to try and plow through the show before I go to work. And then at some point, I yeah, Sunday was a big day. There was. G1 in the morning, also in the morning, but they weren't aired here in America at the same but there was also uh, Big Japan had a huge show at Sumo Hall and Dragon Gate had the had their Kobe World show. Both of those shows I want to watch. And then also that night was Jebedee's Battleground. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> so like I don't I'm not with that part of the like I mean, is it is the wrestling, I guess it probably must be, I'm about to say, is it bigger there? Because it's kind of cyclical in America. You know, it was huge when we were kids and kind of less so now. Like, But it's got to be huge there for there to be multiple promotions with full rosters of talent, right? Yes, it's a much larger part of their culture than it is here. And especially because you have, and it's like a, such a smaller area. But you have so many companies running. Right. There. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, like the entire the, country like, is like not much bigger than California, for God's sake. Yeah. Like venues like Kirk and Hall run like 250 plus shows a year. Holy shit. Like there's some days on the weekends where they run four shows in a day. That is fucking bonkers. Yeah, it's nuts. And that's why like the country can't support having the G1, Big Japan, and... Kobe World all run at the same time in different venues across the country. That's crazy! Yeah, it's nuts. And they're like all big shows. So none of the, and none of them are going to be like under attended. There'll be other shows that day that will be under attended like the Noah shows that are only getting like 600 people or zero one, which is doing Noah's well, got his own wrestling now? It does. <laughs> Built that right. boat took them all somewhere else it's like a wizard cruise all the yeah. wizards on there yeah he wants he wants two of each competitor huh <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, it's it's nuts. There's so much going on, and of course, I since I'm a crazy person, like I did with Best of the Super Juniors, I'm going through and watching, rating, and ranking every match from the G1. Oh, he is, kids. He is. Oh, yeah. So that's 19 shows. Uh, 18 of them are the round-robin portion, so that's five matches per show, and then the finals, which will be on show 19. Uh, the tournament runs until the 14th, so I still got a while ahead of me. <laughs> tomorrow will be, or I should say, yeah, tomorrow morning will be night six. And then I think there's going to be like four shows in a row after that. I'm about halfway through the Lucha Underground season finale for the long episode. Oh, when was that? That, uh, that this happened? This last week, so, yeah. Okay, okay. If, if, let's say I'm behind on Lucha Underground. Where may I see past episodes of this well um season one is coming I, to netflix soon isn't it i think so i hope so yeah there's been rumors of it for a long time i don't but, know uh, if it's gonna can, happen get them on itunes if you want to buy them you can find you can see them on daily motion oh let's not get crazy <laughs> I, I didn't ask for where i can go shopping yeah i said I mean, where can, can i watch these most of them on daily motion i think uh but you know daily motion is the high of a scum and villainy so good luck but it's no RuTube. <laughs> it's no RuTube. That's true. Which, speaking of which, I don't use RuTube anymore because now they've found a new place to host all their content. Thankfully, <laughs> now it's just a in a big old Google Drive. Yeah, I'll fucking uh, I'll hook you up, Jose. Nice. I'll hey, and if you if you happen to find Flash season two, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna be mad at you. <laughs> well, that should be on Netflix pretty soon too. No. No? Well, okay, maybe pretty soon, but not yeah, right now. Well, because because uh, like, Netflix should, within the next few weeks it should be up there. Yeah, because Netflix right, and cool. CW have that new deal where they're going to be putting up, you know, the the new Shit, season quicker? within a week of of the season ending. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and the, I can't uh, continue. So let's fucking kick it in gear, Netflix. And the new season starts like the first week of October, so it should be on Netflix real soon. So yeah. okay, and what Thank are they Netflix. on? Are they on season three or season three? No, no, three's about to start. Yeah, going into three. Mm. Yeah, three of uh, Flash. See, I thought three was was the one that was just ending. No, that's why. That's why I didn't understand why two wasn't up yet. No, 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 no. Uh, two, three, three of uh, Flash starting and five of Arrow. So okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. So, yeah, oh, well, still, let's go, Netflix. Get your shit in gear. Let's go. <laughs> I just thought of this. It, do do any of you guys still have the WWE Network? No. Uh, oh, I, I have my Pokemon log login. Okay. WWE uh, No Mercy title belt. Yes, yes. <laughs> One of us still has. <laughs> uh, if you've got the network, I recommend checking out the Cruiserweight Classic tournament that they've got running now. Yeah. It's vastly different from anything else that company puts out. And that that is obviously WWE's answer to the the Super Juniors, right? Yeah. Well, it's more... This is kind of the direction I think Triple H wants to take things. Where it's got... It feels more like a sport. They treat it seriously. Right. The re- Before each match, the referee brings the guys into the ring and asks them if they have any questions and tells them, you know, I explain the rules, I want a good, clean fight, and I'll shake hands. Yeah, they, they huh. did the, the weigh-ins and all that. Yeah. Interesting. It's really cool. 
how everything's presented and like they before each match they do a little character th- uh, profile for each guy you know talk to them see what their motivations are you know things they could easily do on the normal shows that they just don't <laughs> Yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic is two weeks in. There's also a Bracketology special that gives you an even deeper intro into each guy. It's really cool. I really recommend checking it out, especially because it seems like a lot of these guys are going to get signed. Yeah. Like, so they're not guys on the main roster? No. there's The only guys that have any kind of tie to WWE are two dudes from NXT. Everyone well, else is an outsider. And uh, they brought back Brian Kendrick and Tajiri. That's true, yes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Tajiri still running around Fucking, I fucking yeah. loved Tajiri so much. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's criminal how the Performance Center and Full Sail have been running shows for so long here in Orlando, and neither myself nor Jose have gone to any of them. I think we need to get make make that change oh, very soon. Good, good point. They're here. Why aren't we going? Right. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys haven't gone yet. You just kind of forget about it. It becomes like a like a Disney or Universal because they did all the cruiserweight classic from Full Sail too. Yeah. Huh. yeah there will be more tapings of the cruiserweight classic, so you guys have more chances. Oh, because that thing runs. When is one like... taping when uh, Lee's down on the day that they have free? Ooh. We'll have that could be to, fun. We'll have to coordinate that. Yeah, that could be fun, though. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the dates coincide, but yeah, see some. It would be interesting. We'll have to I look think, it up. I think the tapings will run through September. I want to say. Well, then maybe it does. <laughs> That'd be kind of nuts. I'm gonna look it up right now. They <laughs> are they bringing signs? Can we make our own poster board signs, or is that? Yeah, you can bring in signs. Is that, yeah. is that frowned upon? No, you can bring signs. Nice. No one, no one's gonna yell at you for bringing signs as long as it doesn't say like "Die Roman Die" or, something. <laughs> <laughs> or How, Chris Benoit rules. Yeah. <laughs> How big is Batista's dick? <laughs> it's gonna be there. Uh, the Wednesday after we leave. Oh. <laughs> I will reschedule. Three. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't make the boat leave until we go see this wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. I think that's a reasonable request. See, what I'm going to need you to do here is move the date of the cruise a week. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. Nice. It's the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. It all makes sense. We're on a cruise. It's the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, I gotta be there. Yeah. You got. You have to. Under, you just have to oh. understand. The okay. new uh, Raw logo is dog shit garbage. Oh, yeah. You know what? Bad. You know what? I thought... Uh, this... Does that mean there's a new belt coming? Yes. The WWE yeah. Universal Championship. <sighs> the... the W is an upside down M, and fuck you, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, that totally is just an, an upside down M. But you know what? Like, I thought the same about the new Raw logo. But when they animate it on the show, they make it look like a uh, like a cattle brand, kind of like it's like it's uh, in in molten fire, and it kind of looks better as a 3D logo than just a flat logo like that. Huh. 
yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's still an upside down M. <laughs> yeah, I will say with the brand split, uh, so far the first night of Raw was far more impressive than the first night of SmackDown. Isn't that that that's how it is, man? Not a good Unless look. The rocks guys. on it. Not a look. Got look good look. You gotta you gotta come correct with both shows, guys. Yeah. Yeah, now now that you're treating them as two separate brands and you're trying to make SmackDown seem important, you got to make it better than it was. And yeah. it really was kind of just SmackDown, but John Cena was there. Oh, <laughs> I thought for like half a second they were going to give Heath Slater a push, and then they crushed my dreams. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't draft the poor guy. And it seemed like tonight they were going to run a cool angle with that where he came out and did a run-in and demanded that they draft him. And then Rhino came out and gored him. And apparently Rhino is the hottest free agent. Ooh. Thanks. Good for him. I love Rhino. I love Rhino. I, I, I love Tajiri. I, I like Rhino too, but, but why you got to crush my boy? <laughs> That's what So there's... Uh, uh, what's his face have a chance of getting his job back? Yeah, what's his face? Who's, totally. Who, who's the Who's the guy that you loved? What's his Elf face? Benjamin. Uh, Elf Benjamin's coming back. No, nah, not that guy. He was a white guy. Charlie longish, No, long blonde hair. Sid. Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, not that old. Like like <laughs> recent. Who got fired? Curtis, Curtis Hawkins. <laughs> uh, fucking, you love this guy. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Come on, what, what else do you got? What else do you got? Chris Jericho. It, it was around the time, I'm pretty sure Punk was doing... Um, whatever Young. the fu- fuck that group was. David Otunga. Nexus, Nexus. No, I'm yeah, with Nexus. This is, a guy that, this is a guy that I loved? Oh! Yeah. Uh, fucking Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. Yes! <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is like one of the top guys on TNA right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Rise and shine, dog. Evolve too. He's doing really good work in Evolve, yeah, yeah, which he, is now WWE's well NXT's farm league essentially. Yeah. He'll he'll be back before long. Oh yeah, yeah. Now he's doing a gimmick in Evolve where he is. They're trying to take him down from the inside because now Evolve is sold out. So he and like uh, he got EC3 from TNA to come in, and they're going to try and take him down. Now they got Chuck What's Taylor. What's an EC3? What? What's an EC3? Uh, yeah, I don't think Jose would know who EC3 is. <laughs> but they got him in uh, for a little bit. They got they, now Chuck Taylor is joined up with him, and Chuck Taylor is going by his real name of Dustin, and it's just Dustin in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck so Taylor is cool. Now they're the the. Uh, Evolve tag team champions because they hate Evolve and they want to destroy it. Jose's right though, man. I loved me some Drew Gal- Drew uh, McIntyre because his Drew music- Gallagher. Well, Drew his Gall- his real name is Drew Galloway now. His, uh. his his name is Drew Galloway, but he was Drew McIntyre. I loved his music and his entrance. Oh, his was amazing. And he he is just he's a beautiful man. He's a tall drink of water. Yeah. Got a pretty accent. Too. He, yes, he he was when he was involved with an in an angle with Kelly Kelly, which was like Kelly Kelly. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Kelly Kelly. <laughs> God bless him. He's now, the chosen did one. See, did you ever see the WLC match that happened? Yes. 
That was one of my favorite matches that year because it was just Drew McIntyre and Heath Slater just killing themselves while El Torito and Hornswoggle like hit each other in the head with plastic chairs. Yeah, we were at the Raw in Brooklyn when uh, Hornswoggle, dressed as an alligator, fought El Torito. When it was well, it was. Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater as Slater Gator. Yes, I love that tattoo. Oh my god. <laughs> Slater Gator was the best. Slater Gator. That was a good raw. That was a good raw. The rock was there. We were there. Lost our damn minds. Did we get any mail this week? <laughs> we did get a little bit of mail this week. Oh, sweet. Fucking, we should do that. Do some mail. Okay, Stimpy. Wow. That was. Oh, look at that sounder. I heard that sounder so Oh, quick. holy guys... shit. Bullshit. Chris. It's like it's in stereo. No. It's all around me. You really heard that? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I clicked on it and it immediately played. Like, it, there wasn't any lag or anything, so I was surprised. <laughs> and then you guys were like, whoa, that was great! You got me. You fucking got me, you guys. <laughs> got me good. Uh, if you would like to send us some mail of your own, you can do that by sending it to popcast at com, picking up your fucking phone and calling 616-951-1-POP uh, like our good buddy Gavin did. Oh, I love Gavin! Right? Gavin. It was his birthday the other day. Kelly told me. Here it was his birthday. <laughs> Oh, we can't hear it, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I don't think you told me that there was a voicemail. <laughs> I did. I texted you, like, oh, like a while ago. Man. I did not get that text. I believe if the... Uh, the Google transcription. I'm sure it'll be right. Oh, God. Yeah, the Google transcript might actually be right here. Um, based upon what I, I know of the current events today. So it says, uh, hey, Gavin, you guys here, <laughs> uh, Miss Cleo Todd guess <laughs> you didn't see it coming. Okay, let me, wait, it's two minutes and 46 seconds, but it's one line. What the fuck? <laughs> let me play it real quick. Hey, Gavin, did you guys hear Miss Cleo Todd? Guess you didn't see it coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. He literally says, uh, hey guys, it's Gavin. Miss Cleo died. I guess she didn't see it coming. And then he starts laughing, and I assume he laughs for two and a half minutes. <laughs> because there's nothing else listed in Google Translate. Let's see, let's see here. <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Still going. Those of you playing the home game, we can't hear because you know we've only been doing this show for six years. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Ridiculous. So Mahoney uh, tweeted, retweeted. Must be. 30 or 40 people today who made that joke. <laughs> I love when Mahoney goes on a tear of searching something on Twitter and then retweeting that shit. It's the best. Yeah, pretty good. But 
I was so <laughs> bitch fucking, ass like, Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Ah, uh, that was my line. <laughs> so, uh, but I was so off my fucking game today. I saw the headline. I didn't think another. I was really busy, and so I saw that she died. Didn't think a word of it. Saw that, and then had and and uh, realized it never occurred to me to make that joke. Not one time. Now I want to say because it's too obvious and bullshit, low hanging fruit. That's why I didn't think of that joke. Not because <laughs> I've lost my fucking edge. <laughs> well, what's even funnier about it is, uh, you know, Mahoney made mention that all these people made the same joke but then he's like but you know she died of cancer so she most likely saw it coming whoops <laughs> oh, good one gavin solid solid i'm sorry that you guys couldn't hear that that I would have let it go for the whole two two minutes and forty six seconds if you guys could have heard it. But oh, I would love to have heard it. Heard without it. you guys being able to hear it, it's kind of pointless. Yep. So let's uh, do a break and come back and let's talk San Diego Comic Con. Let's do it. Right, uh, enjoy this break. Look at you guys all these breaks. Can't. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> break. Wait. What's that noise? Whitey Cracker. Are those zombies? Zombies in the studio. This is a horrorcore song because it's got zombies on it. Sounds like a, a horrorcore song. You know who should get on this track to help us out? I'm thinking uh, Zealous One and Shaper the Dark Lord. Heck yeah. What should we call it, Lars? I think we should call it Bruce Campbell. Fresh from the cemetery, I'm a terrifying sight With little bits of bloody flesh stuck to my mind I will ruin you, reduce you to a puddle where you stand Once I tear into your torso with my cold dead hands Blood, sweat, and tears from your wounds start spewing Fill a water bottle, swallow all your bodily fluids You were nailed to a wall, full of holes like a dartboard Still think you're hardcore? Bow to your dark lord Splatter from the axe, turns a blue shield red Severed head in a vice inside of my work shed Dead heads get brains, then heads get chains I annihilate you, then I violate your remains You choked and you froze cause you got so scared Cross your body in the cellar, I hope you rock down there Where upon your meat screams off a goblin's feed Leave that, but never mind the act, just bleed. Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell. Eat on the mic like the drop like a candle. Four minutes for more than you can handle. Get the get to the Bruce Campbell. Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell. Get on the mic like the drop like a candle. Four minutes for more than you can handle. Take your neck and do the Bruce Campbell. Brain, not the kind that you get in the back of a car at the drive in, but the kind with a hide in a fear. Laid up in the creaky house where the people shout. Not in the living dead, instead. With the shirt torn off Got an axe with the blade worn off They roam in the shadows Clicking mail and I'm telling Talking about the zombies Stalking victims with a stick em up Dead flesh rocking Don't pick them up On the side of the road And get yourself cold Become one of them And walk off slow On the quest for the gray matter Nothing fatter than a mind like mine When the zombies die Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the mic like the jump like a candle Four minutes for more than you can handle Get on the Bruce Campbell Got a bullet in my head and 37 more from the buckshot spread Suicidal thoughts like frost in your spine The dragon won't sleep till your soul's all mine Cut 
the flesh, blood spiller will entice me I promise when I call my name I'll do it very nicely, precisely Show you ladies I'm the best at this I got them screaming for the zealous and the sexist Don't mess with this, you just can't hide Ain't gonna stop till the knife's inside Twist to the left, let me see your eyes Twist to the right, I wanna teach you die I stalk MCs who are not believers Make a microphone stand out of both the femurs I love screamers, so uh oh, let's go Give me some sugar baby and do the Bruce Campbell Jeffrey Dahmer, here's my story You abhor me, you deplore me Much too gory, violent glory But this never would've happened if you hadn't ignored me You laughed at me and my fat retainer Now your son's stew is frozen in my refrigerator You just said hello when I passed in the hall I wouldn't be snacking on your dead boyfriend at all It's just another day at the Ambassador Hotel Milwaukee's best travel by your pleasing north cell Shrugging heads, severed limbs, I'm mad, belligerent Murderous, cannibal, far from innocent The Dahmer dinner party is the best, it's true And everywhere I go, I'll take a party too There's a key downstairs and your name's on it I'll get the stains out, you bring the comet Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the mic, like the chalk like a candle Four MCs for more than you can handle Do the Bruce Campbell Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the mic, like the chalk like a candle Four MCs for more than you can handle Take your neck and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the mic, like the chalk like a candle Four MCs for more than you can handle Do the Bruce Campbell Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell Get on the mic, like the chalk like a Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And we're back. I have to say, I love my friends. I just have to read this Twitter conversation right now between Lee and Mahoney. Uh, Lee starts it out. The hotel owner in Toy Story of Terror, Toy Story of Terror, is a real piece of shit. Mahoney replies, "Does it bother you how soon the auction ends after he lists Jesse for bid?" Lee, "I've actually had that happen before. It's fucking exhilarating." Teeth gritted, smiley face. Mahoney, "But it wasn't buy it now because he was surprised by the price, so he would have had to list it as a 15-minute auction." Lee, "You're right, man." He had to pay some serious listing fees on that one. The prick. <laughs> uh, great stuff. What's up? Sorry. What's up? I was just reading the Twitter conversation between yourself and Mahoney about Toy Story of Terror. Oh. Yeah, if you've not seen Toy Story, Story of, Tell- of Terror, it is uh, the, the gang gets found where we at uh the gang is up at a hotel 
Right. The, the little uh, girl and her mom go to a hotel. What's the little girl's name? Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie. Yes. They go to a hotel. Yeah. And they fed. And the, the toys get kidnapped by this iguana. And basically, the owner of this hotel regularly steals shit from his uh, guests and sells it online, including, you know, children's toys. It's kind of fucked up. Like, what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> uh, and I'm looking at Twitter right now. Uh, Kelly unearthed some 3D Lucas on his Twitter page. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Hoping that he put the scene in the Killing Joke movie. I don't remember that thr- that 3D Lucas drawing. Is that a new one? I don't know. I just searched 3D Lucas Batman, and that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, do some news, How, shall we? Let's do it. All right, we'll do it live. Okay, do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. This is the Pop Tough Six Pack of News for July twenty sixth, two thousand sixteen. Fucking thing sucks. Comic-Con International concluded Sunday in San Diego, and we've got the top six stories coming out of the hottest ticket in town, and one-sixth of those stories is actually about comic books. Marvel (laughs) held their annual panel, debuted footage from the forthcoming Phase 3 releases and Netflix series, Ghost Rider will debut on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gerard Way will launch his young animal imprint at D.C., the animated Killing Joke adaptation was was the controversy of the weekend, and the absolutely biggest news out of Comic-Con was that Lee had something nice to say about DC's movie universe. <laughs> and that's the Pop Top Six Pack of News for July 26, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's lead it off with, uh, despite Marvel sh- showing more at the actual convention and also showing uh, their Netflix stuff, I do believe DC won the weekend with Wonder Woman trailer and Justice League trailer. Debate me. <laughs> I'll agree. No, I'll totally Yeah, that's agree. probably fair to say. Which, and you know, if you think back... Despite what any of our opinions were of Batman v Superman, DC has kind of won San Diego for the past three years. Well, because last year they had D23, so they didn't do a whole right. lot. Well, uh, going back to 2013 was just after Man of Steel was released, they announced Batman v Superman. So that was that was huge. That was a huge deal. 2014, they showed the clip of uh, "Do You Bleed?" Or no, no, not "Do You Bleed," but it was the the bat signal and uh, right. Batman in the armor, and then Superman flying in the rain. Then 2015 was when they showed the. Did they show a trailer last year? I know they at least showed. What Wonder Woman? They showed all the costumes, and they yeah, brought no, out no trailer, but they did show the costumes. They brought mm-hmm. out, uh, but but last year they debuted the Suicide Squad trailer, which was huge. And then this year uh, they come correct with Wonder Woman, which looks great. 
It really, really does. Yeah, that's going to be their Captain America. It's going to be, yeah. Like I said, it gets to be their Captain America and their Thor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Which is kind of fucking cool. Like, there's nothing about that Wonder Woman trailer that doesn't look exactly like it needs to be. Like, I mean, solid look, man. And speaking of, like, I'm sure there is plenty. Especially, like, the Golden Lasso, obviously. But, like, it looks like it's 100% practical. Like, no CGI. That entire uh, trailer. When she, when she... Okay, the the one thing that took me out of the trailer was when in the... She's in the room. She's fighting all the people that, that are surrounding her. Mm-hmm. In the house. The, wherever they're at. In that room. Where she's slow-mo she, kind of sliding along yeah. the floor. It reminded me of the Matrix uh, Barley Brawl, uh, and I and I did not like that. See, I, I was but probably then, too... but then it went back. But like for a moment, it looked like she's all CG for that slide across. And ah, see, I didn't. I, I, I maybe was gonna... I, I need to watch it again. But that was my first reaction. Was I did not like how that looked. I thought well, you were going to say that. Like so much of. So many things now that you wouldn't necessarily think are CG are CR because, you know, a lot of the environments that you kind of take for granted, oh, it's just a fucking airplane hangar. No, no, it's a soundstage. True. It's a green fucking soundstage. It's crazy what they can do now. That's when CGI works is when you don't notice it. 100%. But other than that, I'm on board. Like, I love the fucking last one. I love how it glows. I dig that. Yeah. It's like, like, how this chick? So just imagine the soldiers. Like you're in war, <laughs> right? Right. And there's you're surrounded by other soldiers, and you're surrounded by guns, and explosions, and uh, uh, tanks, cannons, turrets, barbed wire trenches, <laughs> and and like that's the norm to you. That that's. That's Monday afternoon. And then you see some chick roll up in this motherfucker (laughs) in armor, a skirted armor. She's got a shield, a sword, and a glowing rope. And she is fucking up everybody. I don't know, man. That'd be freaky shit to that's, see. That's you reevaluate when, your fucking life choices. Yeah, that's kind of when you yeah. set your gun down and you're like, all right. Am uh, I on the right side? <laughs> <laughs> that's when I fucking put the gun down. <laughs> I run and grab a, 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 the other side, like somebody that's already gone. We swap clothes. <laughs> and I'm laying down like I got, I got shot. Help. Uh, Doing my perfect Americana accent. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone oh, no, I'm American is Papa Pie, sir. <laughs> How about a nice Budweiser? Uh, please, cowboy, don't leave me here. Uh, the fuck. woman with the golden lasso, I don't like so much. <laughs> what a country. <laughs> the scene okay, went. Maybe, with- maybe I was wrong. With the fucking, I'm on the wrong side. With the fucking Amazons on horseback going at the soldiers. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love, awesome. they go there. Like, he washes, he's like, 
goddamn, you look like a man. <laughs> you looking like a man. <laughs> and then the whole trailer is so good. It's so good. It looks oh, great. Kick that music in. That's at the what end, I was getting to. to. That's what I was you. getting to. Oh no, she's already got a theme song. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting to. Like you're watching the whole thing. It's so great. It's so great. And then they start to show you like the logo start to show, and you hear that. Doom, 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 doom. Like I fucking, I fucking popped for it. Like I forgot it was coming. It was like. Oh, so great. Remember? And I'll tell you. Oof. Remember when that was the best part of Batman v Superman? <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, th- they the okay. As much of a train wreck as that movie was, like an amazing Wonder Woman has come out of it, and a pretty fucking good Batman has come out of it. So yeah, with with all of its shortcomings, you know, th- some they can walk away with their heads up. From the looks of things, like, we can't necessarily answer that yet. The movies haven't come out. Like, the first taste we'll get of the further DC Universe will be in two weeks with Suicide Squad. And then, uh, yeah. and then next Don't year, just be good. Like be we good, haven't, we're, we haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, so we can't really make a final judgment on it. But from what we saw at the Warner Brothers what? panel of Wonder Woman and of Justice League, which we will get to, is they're course correcting. Yes. Even if right. it's just the tiniest, insignificant yeah, little turn, it's it's already showing in the positive reaction from the audiences. Yeah. We knew what so. we were going into with Batman versus Superman because the trailers did not look good. Correct. But like this looks good. It feels like they're just thinking they finally said, oh wait. You want to enjoy these movies? <laughs> Hold even, on a second. Let's see what we can do. The the I don't even know what you would call it if it was a poster or whatever of Justice League with the whole team together. They're all besides Aquaman, they're all fucking smiling. Right. <laughs> Who yeah. would have thought that we really see- does so much of course corrected. Like like between that and then watching the I was watching the the Justice League trailer. Yep. With some icky, to that. Like, with some icky thump, yeah, icky thump. And yeah. like, like holy shit, like they're kind of having a little bit of fun with this. Yep. And like, I didn't Batman think that was a team. Like legit, like kind of fun. Yeah, ben Affleck, like trying to hold back his smile. <laughs> <laughs> Even and hey. Ezra Miller shaved off his creepy fucking mustache. He's still yeah, gross. He doesn't look anywhere near as dirty anymore. He's still gross. Oh, I, I still don't like him, but like the tone is Everyone's gonna great. love the Flash. If you thought, if you thought that fucking um, Quicksilver stole the show, watch. This guy's probably gonna be this movie's Wonder Woman. When Wonder Woman's not being Wonder Woman. That's right. Yeah. Don't forget the movie actually has Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she's talking to Bruce Wayne, like, so is he is he gonna join the team? More or less. Well, more more or more or less. <laughs> so no, you're saying no, he's not joining. Uh Momoa yeah. looked great and the the fucking just the interaction between uh Aquaman and Bruce Wayne and and just the, the jab at him that he talks to fish. He fucking looks awesome. Yeah. His eyes are creepy as if 
uh, I mean, it. I'm. I think it's supposed to signify that he could see underwater, and that's why his eyes are kind of clearish, kind of white. But it also kind yeah, of which looks is like cool. I like yeah. it. Oh, it's it's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg looks like he's a CGI dude, but yeah, you know I, it's yeah, weird. He's like he's not quite finished yet. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. You know. Yeah, he looked kind of uh, diamondy, right? They're still yeah. They're still a year like, away. Like, like, like real, real pointy. It's not... surprise. I am surprised. Even though they showed press footage when they did that press tour a few weeks ago, I am surprised that they came came with such a complete look at look? Justice League yeah. and actually and you actually released it online. That, that's surprising to me. But they had to. They had to get in front. They have to. Batman they have to. 100%. There's people pissed at them. They have to do whatever they fucking have to. Make it good and let us fucking see it. Let everybody see it. Yeah, that's nice. Right it's in San Diego. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con for... for your movie here, not in San Diego. So what the fuck yeah. do I get to see? San Diego for Warner Brothers in DC was like a fucking apology tour. <laughs> yes. It's like, like okay, look. Hat in their hands. We Sorry, know. baby. Okay, we know. But look, <laughs> like look what we did. Yeah, and I think it worked. I think they got oh, yeah. everybody. Uh, everybody's kind of back, back in. Even even if some are tentative, even some, even if some are cautiously optimistic, I think the the tide has turned, and only they can fuck it up at this point. Because like, here's the thing, you know, because. You know, <laughs> Kristen uh, Allen on the Twitter was like, you said two positive things about DC movies. It's like, no, here's the thing. I want all this shit to be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to like all this shit. But, you know, they haven't made it easy so far. <laughs> so, fuck, I'll go see Suicide Squad in a couple weeks, and that looks like it could be a lot of fun. You know, Joker's going to look fucking retarded no matter what, but the movie could be fun. Lee, Lee. Did you know he's damaged? <laughs> okay. yeah, he doesn't team. look retarded. He looks damaged. <laughs> Going through my Twitter today, I said uh, I saw one of the headlines from one of the fucking comic sites was like, "Is uh, Joker in Suicide Squad really Jason Todd?" The director speaks out, and I'm like, "Well, that's fucking retarded. Of course not. <laughs> like, like, why is that a thing anyone ever even say? That doesn't make any sense." And so I'm scrolling, 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 like you know, and like. You know, not you know, fifteen tweets above that. It's like, nope, Suicide Squad Joker is not Jason Todd. San Diego exclusive, some shit like that. Like, no, quit, quit it. No one ever thought that. <laughs> there were people who thought that. Yeah, there were some big dummies? contention people that thought that. It was before Batman v Superman even came out. It was the the Robin suit that made people think that Joker was Jason Todd. Hundred percent. Uh-huh. Based upon uh, that's fucking. Yeah, remember that, there was that whole tattoo theory where they said he's got a robin, like on his shoulder or some shit. Like the tattoos <laughs> lead might. to his story. So he's going to be. People are dumb. <laughs> so uh, now that we've. Uh, well, did Jason Todd have a very high dildo collection and <laughs> drawers of used condoms? Because oh, shit, he did. <laughs> oh man, Jose might have finally broken the code. Connecting the Don't fucking dots. 
So let's move on to Marvel, which, uh, you know, Marvel's great. We love Marvel, but it's also nice to see DC kind of come come out on top, even if it's just at San Diego every year. Yeah, because the Netflix shit was good, but that Justice League that was fun. Yeah, so uh, that was a fun watch. Yeah, since since Jose mentioned it, uh, I think early Friday they did the Marvel Netflix panel and they released a new teaser and a trailer for Luke Cage. Uh, a which teaser looks so fucking cool. Looks great, fucking some some shimmy shimmy ya shimmy yeah shimmy yay. We got an Iron Fist teaser, and we got a Defenders teaser. Yeah, we did. Fucking Daredevil Season 3 confirmed. Uh, where was... Oh, it was... It was They did, like, a whole Netflix sizzle, which included yeah. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then they fucking showed Punisher at the end, which was cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it was all it was all season two Daredevil. It was nothing new, right? And that Defenders teaser, while very simple and it didn't show us anything, was so smart and so cool. Give me goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, just giving you something you know is already going to happen, but at least you see something. You know it's it's close. Uh, so then, what else? One of my big have? takeaways, though, was they said that uh, the reason Rosario Dawson wasn't there is that she was off filming another Marvel show that is yet to be announced. Ooh. Whoa. Already filming before it's even announced? That's fucking crazy. Right? No, no that is. Uh, but that, that Luke Cage bit, though, man, like, the... My favorite thing about watching Luke Cage in that, tra- that trailer and then kind of, you know, and by extension what he does in the show is that, like, his... It's fighting style. Like he's, he doesn't have a very refined fighting style whatsoever. Like he's just strong. strong and you Comes in with a him. fucking door. Yeah. And that's all he needs. Like, you know, he's not doing Kung Fu and shit like that. He's just letting dudes bounce off of him and hitting them with right. shit. Like, that's awesome. He fucking reaches into the drywall and pulls out a pipe. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking beats a dude with it. It's amazing. I, I said it on Twitter and by far Mike Coulter is the sexiest defender on Netflix. That oh. he he yeah, is a easy. big old hunk of chocolate, man, and I know for a fact that he smells great in person. <laughs> no, uh, it's fucking great. I'm so excited for all that stuff. Which it was awesome that they showed us Netflix stuff because they didn't show us jack shit from the Marvel panel except for a new Doctor Strange trailer, which in in retrospect, I wish I hadn't watched it because man, they show some cool shit in there. Some no, I didn't watch it. Crazy, uh, a lot more I'm going on mushrooms, y'all. A lot more Rubik's Cube, uh, you know, of the of the city kind of folding into itself. Very cool looking stuff, man. Uh, before I we get too far into the Marvel panel, uh, at the Marvel booth, they had the Planet Hulk armor. On display? Yeah, they did. How fucking great is that? That is so cool. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. And they they did a... Like, uh, a skit for Thor Ragnarok, where Thor has moved in with some regular dude. Oh, yeah? uh, And, uh, like... It's supposed to show where Thor and Bruce are during Civil War, and they're kind of oh, really? just kind of just living normal lives. Which 
was shot and put together just for Comic-Con, I believe. Oh, that's fun. So, uh, yeah, people seem to really dig that. Uh, Planet Hulk confirmed. They showed uh, Thor and and Gladiator Hulk concept art at the panel, but not released online, which... God damn it, Marvel! Fucking cock teases, man. Just give us something. Um, Doctor Strange trailer looks great. Uh, love it. Um... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they showed, they had all the Ravagers come out, which was cool. Uh, Rooker as Yondu with the fucking fin fin on his head. (laughs) Uh, They showed uh, an extended... Yondu don't give a fuck. An extended scene turned into like a trailer. Uh, Lots of baby Groot. Um they confirmed that this Elizabeth Debicki to play Aisha in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is the character Kismet in Marvel oh, Comics, okay. which uh, I had it described to me as the female uh, Adam Warlock, essentially. Sure, yeah, yeah. So there's that. That's, a, that's an apt description, I would say. Um, also confirmed via the Guardians of the Galaxy panel, uh, Sylvester Stallone's going to be in it. Uh, rumor is uh, they they said it looked like a, a Nova Corps uh, uniform. Wait, for real? Yeah, that's awesome. So like that's he'll really he'll cool. look like fucking Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. Cool. And then confirmed, Kurt Russell will play Star Lord's dad, aka Ego the Living Planet, who apparently created a human form. So that he could fuck Star Lord's mom. That's awesome. <laughs> How bonkers is that? First of all, that we'd ever get Ego the Living Planet in a Marvel movie. Secondly, that he'd end up being Kurt Russell playing Star Lord's dad. That's bizarre. There's yeah. nothing about that. That's not just a hundred percent win. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds so weird, but I, I'm in. Hundred percent in. Oh, God, yes. Uh, They showed footage from Spider-Man Homecoming, which I was half surprised that they showed any Spider-Man, figuring that they might leave that for a Sony panel. Nope. 100% Marvel Studios now, and uh, Vulture confirmed, and his wings straight up look like Falcon's wings, but with, like, propellers. But that's kind of great, though. Yeah. I so hope what's the, the, what, the, the shit is they stole his technology for that? That's my theory. That's my theory is that he invented the wings. S.H.I.E.L.D. stole the patent or whatever and used it for for the the army or whatever the fuck. Air Force. So this, this is ours now? Yeah, yeah, and then, it's like because Sam is, you know, a fucking he, he's the, the guy, but he didn't make them, you know? Right. Yeah. He's just a pilot yeah. behind the vehicle that they gave him. It just happens to be badass wings. He doesn't know who the fuck made him. They brought out a shitload of people for Spider-Man Homecoming on stage, but no Michael Keaton. Well, I didn't see shit. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? We got our first it synopsis the- of Spider-Man Homecoming. A young Peter Parker slash Spider-Man who made his sensational debut in Marvel Studios' Captain America Civil War begins to navigate his newfound identity as the... Oh, that's a great synopsis. 
That tells me nothing. <laughs> uh, Spider Man does Spider Man stuff. <laughs> and then what I've heard is, in fact, whatever Spider can. The the biggest news, because we didn't actually get to see any of the footage that they showed. Biggest news is they confirmed Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. Yes, that's cool. Uh, big ups. Uh, why not? Why not have an Oscar winner as your your ver- version of Wonder Woman. Why not? Yeah. And uh, that also reminds me, uh, Kelly mentioned it uh, before the show, uh, speaking of Brie Larson, during the Warner Brothers panel, they also showed the trailer for uh, Kong Skull Island, which is set in the 70s. It's got a very uh, Apocalypse Now vibe to it. What struck me is his size. He's a big boy. But then it it dawned on me, like, obviously they want to do a King Kong fights Godzilla movie. So he's got to be at least close His to the size, Godzilla yeah, size. of Godzilla. Yeah, because right. that's, that's in the plan already. Like, that's yeah, coming 100%. in a couple of years. Because we're getting King Kong, then the next Godzilla, then King Kong versus Godzilla. Because the King Kong in the Peter Jackson King Kong wasn't the size of a fucking building. No, he was just like a big that, uh, gorilla. Like that Jeff Daniels King Kong. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but the, he's he is a big boy, just like Kelly said. So I think that's that's the most... I feel like I might be missing something. Oh, they had uh, Black Panther. Uh, they uh, brought out uh, Michael B. Jordan, who's going to be Killmonger. And they brought out... Um, our girl uh, Lupita and uh, Michonne Denai Garida will oh, really? they will nice. both be members of the Dora Milaje. That's cool. Um. So yeah, uh, B. Jordan is going to be Eric Killmonger. Thankfully, not Manape. <laughs> not Manape. Yeah. Thank Thank you for not Manape. Um, just scrolling through a recap of that panel, man, they fucking packed a lot into that God. And then they announced that they're going to turn Tower of Terror at Disneyland into a Gardens of the Galaxy ride, which is going to be, it's going to be basically the collector's palace. And you have to break, you have to break the Guardians out of there. So it's still, wait, now. It's still going to be the Tower of Terror, but just rethemed, or that is no longer there. They're putting a Guardians ride there. The second part, they are. So it's gone. It's gone. They're pulling like a Jaws in Old King Kong. They're gone. They're out. Well, they're still going to use the structure. They're not like leveling it. They're still going to use the building, but it's not going to be Twilight Zone Tower of Terror anymore. So there's no more drop. The drop. Right is gone. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you could still have a drop, really. Like, if you've got all the mechanics there, if you've got all the guts. Yeah, the smart thing to do would be to just take and just reskin the whole thing. Right, right, yeah. right. Mm. Retheme it, still include the drop, because why not? Like, there's the whole bit in, drop! in um, Nowhere where they fuck with the gravity. So you could totally work that into the storyline where, like, you, you're... They shut off the gravity and then, like, they turn it back on and you plummet. I think, guys, this uh, 
this Kong might be a little too goddamn big. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, huge. Yeah, yeah it's no silly. <laughs> like that's fucking silly. I don't know. That 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 trailer did nothing for me. I, I'm I'm not excited. I think I'm more just excited to see him fight Godzilla. So, so call, call me when that happens. Yeah. Speaking so, of Godzilla, uh, confirmed we are getting an American release of Shin Gojira. Yeah, we are. Nice to hear. So they um, said it, it'll probably come late 2016. Yeah, that's cool, man. More Marvel news. They had an Agents of Shield panel, and no one cared. And they announced that Robbie uh, Lawler is it Robbie Reyes? Yeah, so. Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider will be debuting on Agents of Shield. So we're not getting John Johnny Blaze. We're not getting uh, what was the other one? Danny Catch. We're not getting Danny Catch. But Ghost Rider, the Spirit of Vengeance, is now going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but debuting on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with the Robbie Reyes uh, car version. The version that no one knows. 69 Dodge Dodge Charger, and they had it at the Marvel booth. Which could work out well for them, because that that, can't help but completely remove the stink of the movies, if people still have that, right. if still give the yeah, shit about like, that. They're like, no, yeah. he's not even on a bike anymore. Come on, give him another shot. It, it, not only that, it, it removes the Nick Cage stink. It does a little what something a different. And then it also means that, most likely, Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch exist in this universe. So sure. we could we could see them down the line somewhere. We could fucking see them on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they said because of Ghost Rider, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to take a darker direction and will fit better with the Marvel Netflix shows. Which I'm okay with all that because, like, those, that show is not bad. It's just. Not good? It's not. not, I mean, it's okay. That's the thing. It's, It's okay. It's solidly okay. It's always okay. And it's the only okay thing marvel does (laughs) you know what i mean everything else is fucking gangbusters it's like the best shit ever so i I like i wish they would do but i was thinking the other day about how people bitch all the time about how like you know or how why does marvel not you know tie into the to the movies with the show and shit like that whatever and I, I mean, it, it's all. I feel like it's logistic. Why, why doesn't Agents of Shield have shit to do with what they're doing with the movies? Well, because uh, when you're filming your show, the scripts for the movies aren't done yet. That's why, or vice versa. When they're filming the movies, you know, they're filming the movies that come out two years from now. Now, you know, right? It's they a- don't know what the fuck you're going to do with Agents of Shield two years from now, so they can't tie into you. <laughs> like they can't. So they. I feel not. like. It was definitely an afterthought, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was. Because if they really wanted to, they could have 100% tied it in perfectly. Yeah, it would have been a lot more work on the TV side. But the movie's not going to bend for that, I don't think. They can't. No. But I am I am looking forward to, you know, it's coming on later, I guess. Uh, they move the time slot, so it doesn't have to be quite so 
trying to have people maybe they'll actually use real guns that'd be kind of cool because <laughs> i really can't take you seriously as a peacekeeper organization if you only use ton bullets <laughs> maybe i'm old-fashioned that way i'm looking forward to it uh you know i would be more excited about ghost rider if like you know it was the dc version of whatever ghost rider is on flash because they don't fuck around on flash when they say they're going to do Gorilla Grodd, they fucking do Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they go for it. Yeah, it's so like at like Awesome w- Con, uh, Kevin Smith was talking about uh, Jason Mewes was trying to get him into watching Flash, and he gets a text from Kevin uh, Jason Mewes one night. He was like, "Dude, turn on Flash! They fucking did King Shark!" And Kevin Smith was like, "Man, you gotta have some big fucking balls to come out with some <laughs> King <true>. Shark." <laughs> He's a king shark not once but twice. Like he's fucking in that world, man. Like, and he looks like he belongs in a movie. It looks incredible. So you know, I can't help but think that whatever Ghost Rider thing they do in Agents of Shield will be kind of fucking low rent in comparison. But man, I want it to be proven wrong. Let's see it. Let's do it. Yeah, hey, don't don't mention we're gonna be more like Netflix and don't show up right like Netflix right because like you you can't take that back. But you're also you, going you, to you're setting a bar right there. You're going to have to understand that he, his head's not going to be on fire for a lot of the show. That'll be maybe three minutes at the end of the show. His head'll be on fire. Right. Whereas King yeah, Shark, I'm, I'm fine with like that. Goddamn King Shark. But you, you know, don't come with some bullshit. Just don't come with some bullshit. You're Stop right. coming with bullshit. Agree. Everyone who's bringing bullshit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop the Just bullshit. stop breaking it. So I don't know what you guys feel about this. I thought this was interesting comic news coming out of San Diego. You know, more so than Inhumans versus X Men. But uh, DC, Can I just take a second and say fuck that concept <laughs> just, just, just for a moment. It's literally <laughs> a race war. Yeah, yeah. One, yes, it is literally a race war. Two, it's just God. I'm sick to fucking death of. Pinning heroes against each other. That, was, that used to be a novel concept, watching good guys punch bad guys. Yeah. That happens all the fucking you, you time. You get it maybe once every five years. Ugh. Doesn't mean anything. At least in the comics. At least in the comics, they can use the actual Inhumans instead of a bunch of fucking no names. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So DC is coming out with an imprint called Young Animal. It's going to be headed up. It's going to be headed up by uh, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Also did Umbrella Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the books right now are going to be Doom Patrol. Uh, we've got uh, fucking Shade, the Changing Girl. Uh, Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. <laughs> and that's Mon- the name of the book. Yeah, Cave yeah. Carson has a cybernetic awesome. eye. And Mother Panic, and the Cave Carson book is going to have uh, superpowers backups in it. I'm oh, cool. so fucking hyped about that. It's That's drawn, awesome. written and drawn by the dude that did Transformers versus GI Joe. You know what? Oh, really? When I yep. saw this announcement, I thought this this was right up Kelly's fucking alley. Hundred yep. percent. I really like everything out of this whole. Uh, line that they're doing and everyone that i've ever heard any say anything about doom patrol has loved it and the cover i haven't read the entire morrison run but what i've read of it is awesome and the cover of doom patrol number one is going to have 
a sticker of a euro on it. And I might just have to buy that just for the sticker. Because <laughs> goddamn, I love euros. Love them. He said, you know how I get people to buy the book? Euro sticker. <laughs> Give it to them. It's what the people want. People love shawarma when the Avengers came out. They'll love a euro sticker. I just wish, I wish it was a scratch and sniff sticker. I think I think we should buy stock in Euro in in the Euro is doing better than the Euro. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to tweet that out from the pop Twitter account. Oh, that's great. So, so we we agree, right? Pop buys stock in Euros? In in Euros. Sure. If I can eat unlimited Euros, I will buy stock in Euros. Oh god, Euros are so good. They are. They're great. They are great. I had one of those roast beef Euros from Arby's. Fuck no, those things no, to death. You know what? Not they're they're not bad. If they're not you, bad, but you can't for a goddamn second call it a Euro. No, no, it's it's not. It's well, a, it's a fucking it's roast beef on a fucking pita. Yeah, with like it's slightly no, different seasoning. Uh, but if you it's want to no pre- hot dog in a bun that a guy at a Euro stand tells you <laughs> no, it's a Euro, give me six bucks. <laughs> no, that wasn't a hot dog in a hot dog bun. That was uh, chopped up Philly steak in a soggy hot dog bun that he called a Euro and charged me seven bucks. This is Euro. You take. <laughs> no, fuck that. I made it. You take it. So it was uh, essentially premiered at Comic-Con. Uh, we knew this was coming. Uh, Batman the Killing Joke, the animated adaptation from DC. Just as Comic-Con was getting underway, it was revealed that part of the new Batgirl subplot of Killing Joke, like, they added a whole, you know, 30-minute plot about Batgirl to the beginning of this movie. And part of it is she bangs the Batman. And obviously... Killing Joke is already divisive, I'd say. Controversial. And throwing in that uh, Batgirl is uh, fucking Batman in it. That's weird. It's not making anybody happy. It's not. It, it, I, I see that. I didn't watch the clip. I oh, just saw I the headline. Right lose their minds about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a, the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to see it in context, and I will inform my opinion. Yeah, no, it's not good. Doesn't make any sense. It's weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like, I saw the it last night. Clip is. Yeah. I like it because. I don't know, just something about Batgirl sitting on top of Batman and pulling off the top half of her costume so that she's just sitting there in a bra is, even though it's a cartoon, it's kind of hot, but... It is, it is. That, <laughs> it is that. But, but we've also seen that movie before. <laughs> like, but here's the thing about it. like it, it, It's a solid 30 minutes before there's even the remote similarity to the book at all like it reeks of hey want to make the killing joke but let's be real we can't possibly stretch this out to an hour let's throw like 30 minutes of bullshit that no one cares about in there and they try to like whole thing is she's chasing after this mobster guy's nephew and he's like this sociopath asshole and he kind of becomes infatuated with batgirl and they're trying to 
set up this parallel between like you know because Batman's like you don't understand you know he's not afraid of you this and that you know I want to help this case because you know you don't want to get too close or go into the abyss or some shit like that whatever the fuck he says but they're trying to set up this parallel between Batgirl and this dude and their their relationship as what it is with Batman and the Joker which for starters is fucking dumb like you can't she can't have the kind of adversarial relationship with like some dude that Batman has with the Joker due to the events of a weekend. Okay, that's kind of silly, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. one of the greatest hero-villain rivalries in fiction history. Yeah, like, you don't get that over a long weekend. But then, you know, the, the, the thing kind of culminates with they fuck on the rooftop because Barbara really wants a piece of that bad dick. She's like she's very much the aggressor, which is I mean I guess if you're gonna do one way that's one thing I guess I'd rather have that than just have Batman have totally utterly flawed judgment <laughs> in this whole thing. Oh, sorry, I thought you were sending off signals. But then like you fucking <laughs> ghost her, like he doesn't call her for three days. <laughs> it's fucking well, weird. It's Batman. Yeah. If Batman fucked you, he wouldn't call you for three days. No, he would not. He would not. That's true. I would expect him to. But so they fight the guy. They lock him up. And then, you know, and then, like, Killing Joke happens. right? They're, they're, like, from then, it happens Killing Joke. So, you know, Barbara gets shot, and then it plays off basically like a shittier-looking version of Killing Joke. Because, like, the movie looks nowhere near as good as they are in the book. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah, and, like, not a very great card. Not the kind of cartoon you expect to have Warner Brothers animation at the front of it. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't look as good as the other DC animated features even like they definitely didn't put as much money into you know it. seeing the trailer i thought the same thing just at face yeah, value the trailer i thought it looked like garbage I thought, I thought it did not look great now the Whereas, action looks really good that it's missing the the action is really fluid and it's animated very very well but like you know just characters walking around and doing shit like there's like frames missing or something it's very yeah. strange like it's very quick but then you know i looked at a couple of trailers Kind of like because Nicole was kind of like, all right, whatever, this is fine. Like these animated flicks are okay. I'm like, yeah, sure, this is not. There's a trailer for, you know, Under the Red Hood, and that movie looks fucking amazing. Like it looks incredible. So not up to par for sure, but you know, the whole sort of killing joke happens in like the back half of the movie, and you know, it's it's basically lots of it is one to one word. Like it's just directly pulled out of the book, and that's kind of cool. If you like killing jokes, that's great. But there's no resolution to that story you know like it's not like you know she comes out of the hospital whatever and like you know has some kind of conversation with batman about like you know hey shit you know you're right about that guy and this and that none of that like this thing happens and then completely separate from it is this batman and joker story like they they couldn't be more far removed from each other and that's the biggest problem with it like if you're gonna take some liberties with the source material or Atom shit, that's fine, but like it couldn't be more tacked on. And that's that's too bad because it just really fucks up the narrative of this as a thing. Like it's really shitty. I just (laughs) I assumed at face value, I assumed that they added the uh, kind of romance and the sex scene between them so that it would make the events of the killing joke affect Bruce Wayne, Batman, more. Because, you know... There was no difference. 
that, that that's weird. <laughs> and yeah, like, that's just strange. What's weird? Yeah, it's not to like me, he you know he goes crazy and you know, beats the shit out of the Joker because he fucked up his girlfriend. Like nothing. Like, it's it's exactly the same. And and I also never saw a Batgirl Batman relationship. I just always saw Batgirl and and Dick Grayson. That was right, always the right, relationship. Yeah. Right. You would never think that Batman would be the one to fuck one of his students either. Right. 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 Especially like 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 that's that's Eskimo Brothers stuff right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the thing is too, like she fucks Batman. You know, she gets all you know upset because Batman doesn't call her because as Nicole was quick to point out, Batman is emotionally unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take down this guy and she fucking hangs up the cake. Once, once they, you know, like when, so when, you know, she gets shot, she's already done being Batgirl. She fucked Batman. It got weird, and she quit being Batgirl, which I think that's, is also also speaks really poorly to her character. This makes everything worse. <laughs> it makes yeah, everything. So she's worse. she's a quitter because Batman some, didn't call her after because she let him hit. Dude, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it, that's exactly what the fuck happens. It's very weird. It takes every like killing that. joke had and just amplifies it. <laughs> Yeah. So basically what you're telling me is push play and start it at like 31 minutes into it, it sure. even if yeah. I'm going to watch. If right. you yeah, want to sure. give Batgirl some agency and still have this this romance between her and Batman or whatever, fling, one night stand, she wouldn't quit being Batgirl right. if he didn't call. No. What she would do no. is the fucking bat signal would go up. Batman would drive or fly to wherever the crime is happening, and she would have already taken care of it. And she'd be like, dusting her hands off, and he'd right. show up and be like, yeah. "Oh, what's up, Bruce? Uh, yeah, exactly. You never got your call back." And then she'd fucking grappling hook away. Yeah, <laughs> what I tell you, rub shit in his face, like be everywhere he is. Just like, hey, you're not gonna answer my calls. You're not gonna be able to get rid of me, though. Last thing I want to say about it is that, like, you know. If I want to get my Watchmen on, right, I'll throw in the Watchmen movie because I fucking still like the Watchmen movie. And frankly, the ending is better <laughs> than the one in the book. <laughs> I maintain that. I think it's cool. But, I mean, if you get a hanker in for some killing joke, read the fucking book. Like, yeah, it's not a long one. Yeah, yeah. It, long... it is a quick read. You know, the dialogue is basically the same. It looks amazing. It sounds like they made the movie that. longer than the book. They, it's a hundred percent, like literally a hundred percent longer. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's. I don't like it. I don't, I just I don't I don't like the way that they did it. I, I, don't, I don't like it either. I didn't even fucking see it. And but apparently, it was Brian Azzarello who added that uh, sex scene subplot. He says, "Thing about it, it's con- controversial, so we're adding more controversy." Why not? She comes off as well, a make strong, it make sense though. She comes well, yeah. off as a stronger character at the end of the arc. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, she's a fucking chick. Is she like, has, like yes, that she didn't get her booty call. Yeah, she has powerfully weak wanna, fucking conviction. <laughs> yeah, if you want to flop it, have it be like Batman's kind of like, hey, how come you didn't call? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have Batman be so thirsty. Yeah, where he's like, and then like the whole uh, thing where she's during the uh, during her day job, she's working at the library, 
And so she's talking about her distant, emotionally unavailable yoga instructor to her cartoonishly gay coworker. And it's just like, <laughs> come on, man. This is just fucking too, it's like the lowest hanging fruit, man. This is now also, also, do you see Batman as a guy that would fuck Commissioner Gordon's daughter? No. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, like, no. like that's kind of fucked up. Like, like now you're you're completely changing who we think Batman is. Now he's a guy that's cool with fucking his students that he brings in, and he's cool with banging Jim Gordon's daughter. So how long he's just been eyeballing her? He's watched her grow. I don't yeah. think he was necessarily cool with it, and like, and and they made it a point to say that by this time, she and Batman had been together like crime fighting and shit like that for like three years. So like, it wasn't like she was super duper fresh or anything, but it's still like unnecessarily wow. ooky. And like, I had not read that quote in eyes about hey, it's controversial, let's make it more con-. like controversy for controversy's sake is bullshit. Like, right. yeah. Yeah, you can't, you know, you don't, if you willfully create controversy, that's like some hacky bullshit. But like, I, don't, I don't care for that. But did a bat on bat sex scene sell more DVDs? Is the answer. Did it sell more Fathom Events tickets? Because they, uh, they for, added a second night. Yeah, they, they don't do they, that shit they very added often. more. So, uh, speaking of those Fathom Events, uh, the local theater around here that we go to with the reserved seats is playing. The Tim Burton Batman on August Ooh. on August seventh, and I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to go see Suicide Squad and Tim Burton Batman in the same day. But I don't. That'd think, be cool. I don't think the times work out, and the tickets for the Tim Burton Batman are seven bucks a piece. So that just for the two of us, that'd be fourteen dollars. Like, I love Tim Burton Batman. I don't know if I'm paying seven fourteen bucks to go see it in the theater, but still, a digital copies five bucks. Yes. Is there anything else? Is that it? That that is San Diego. Uh, uh, like Kelly said in the chat, pretty subdued Comic Con this year. Uh, unless you were DC. Unless you Go were get DC. Them, boys. But still, like that was kind of a, a blip on the radar of of a five day show, four days with a preview night. They showed a shitload of new cool toys, though, you guys. Yes, the thing that I am most excited about, and I feel like I want to collect them, is Mattel is coming out with a WWE line that looks like the old school. Were they Hasbro or Mattel that that were like in the in the '80s? The little tiny action figures that were very like cartoony, and they each had the. The action feature to them. Those are Mattel, I think. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're coming out with modern day versions of those, huh? Like a little cartoony Roman Reigns and a Kevin Owens. They look That's fucking neat. awesome, and I kind of want all of them. That's kind of cool. <laughs> cool Marvel Legends. Like I've, I can't I can't do Marvel Legends anymore because you know I sold off my entire collection, and now they're twenty bucks a piece. Right, uh, but I love watching videos of people uh, opening them and playing with them and uh, reviewing them. So a lot of a the lot Warlock build a figure is fucking cool. That looking. is very cool, man. Cool stuff. Yeah, I was at Walmart and, and one of the figures was just missing the head. 
that it was supposed to come with. That's so lame. That guy's like, I ain't buying this whole shit. Yeah, I just, I'm just waiting for him to go on clearance at Walmart, and I'm going to stock the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about comics real quick and get the fuck out of here, because I'm, 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 I've got numb-ass syndrome. All right. Uh, the problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Comic sounder over. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? What was last week? Last week was the 20th. We have um, kind of light, man, which I'm, I'm okay with. Um, I love that the Thunderbolts book, issue three, came out. Uh, written by. Uh, Jim Zub with art by John Malin. It is gloriously, unapologetically 90s, and I love it that. It might as well be Rob Liefeld drawing it. Right, right. And I kind of love it for that reason. Like, it fits the tone of the story that they're telling. Like, it, it is very Liefeld-esque in the designs and the way that it is. It's very young blood, kind of, you know, first image shit. And I... I feel like that should make me hate it, but I I, I love it. <laughs> I love it so fucking much. Like it's great. Uh, the goddamn humans show up in this issue because, of course, they do. Ugh. But they make kind of short work of them, which is kind of great. But yeah, I, it's a super fucking fun book. And so you know you're gonna have this interior, this power struggle with the the various uh villain heroes, however the hell you want to call them, yeah, with their plans for Kobik, which is kind of great. And at one point, uh, Winter Soldier is reading Kobik a bedtime story, and he has his hair on a Shawn Michaels ponytail DX era, and it was kind of nice. Straight <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. Uh, but it's fun, man. It's, it's kind of fun. I like it. Uh, Spider-Man number six uh, made me want to fucking kill myself, because half the goddamn book is Iron Man telling Miles Morales the plot of Civil War Two. Uh, like, like, Bendis, you, you're writing both these books. We're reading it. If I have to read one more goddamn time, someone explain the plot of Civil War Two, I will lose my shit. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Like how often these books just evolve into. Well, there's an inhuman mutant, and he can see the future. I think, and that's really fucking crazy, right? Like, I'm so tired of it. So tired of it. Like, let's just start these issues assuming everyone knows what the fuck is up. Please. Jesus Christ. Um, Justice League number one was pretty okay. It's pretty cool. The artwork is awesome. Tony Daniel doing artwork. Um, but man, Brian Hitch wrote the shit out of some rubble in this one. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I I flipped. I didn't read Justice League. I flipped through it, and I was like, "Huh, he even likes writing rubble." <laughs> he wrote so much rubble. It was hilarious how much rubble he wrote comparatively. Uh, it's cool though, you know, fucking creepy alien things around earthquake. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's, it's solid. You know, it's kind of what you want out of Justice League. It's fine. I'll bet you by the end of it, they won't be fucking punching other good guys. So I'm gonna call that a win. Uh, Black Widow 5 is still great. Wayne and Sammy. Like, I don't want to say much about it because you don't want to ruin it, but just that's one if, you know, it's great anyway, but I think it might be really, really solid in like a trade collection. I'm looking forward to that. Um, one of the guys that she's going up against, though, they call him Weeping Lion. He's just this fucking hulking giant guy with like a fucking ski mask on. And they call him Weeping Lion 
Because when he strangles dudes to death, he cries. <laughs> that's kind of fucking. Oh, yeah. So sad. Yeah. Uh, and then why? Um, why so sad, Craig guy? I don't know. He's really good at it, but it makes him super sad. Uh, and last one I'll talk about is Betty and Veronica so number good one. At my job. What? <laughs> Uh, Betty and Veronica, number one, written and drawn by Adam Hughes. It's kind of a perfect comic book. It's super fun. Lots of great dialogue. It looks wonderful. Like the he weird... writes too, huh? I thought he just he just was an I artist. Don't know if he's written anything else, but this is really really solid. Like it's okay, just... okay. So he he doesn't normally write. I don't know. So I, I, am... I, I didn't know about it. If he did, I did, am not familiar with his writing prior to this. Uh, if there is anything. Yeah. But fucking, uh, the, uh, the, the, the kid, the, the gang finds out that Pops' place is closing down. And of course, it's closing down because it's being bought out by a coffee shop that Veronica's family owns. So, you know, strife. That's kind of great. Like, it's fucking fun, man. Those Archie books are killing it. So much fun. I dig it. Uh, um, anything else, Kelly, worth mentioning? Uh, DC books are still pretty good. Have you gotten on Green Arrow yet? No. You really need to. I think you oh, yeah? like it. Because you read the Lemire run, right? No. No, you didn't? I thought you did. I did not, no. Oh, shit. Well, never mind then. That's still good. You should still read it. But I think if you read the Lemire run and then dropped off after that ended like a lot of people did, this is a time to pick it back up. Okay. Maybe yeah, it's that. been really good so far. It's pretty much... Uh, Oliver's life has been completely shattered and destroyed, and most people think he's dead right now, and he's trying to come back and fix everything. That's cool. And it's also reintroducing his relationship with Black Canary to the current DCU. Yeah, I got that out of the the Rebirth special. Is that like that? It's not a thing. And yeah, now it's not a thing. A thing but again? Now it's going to be. That's weird. Yeah, it's it was a strange thing to not have them together, but it feels pretty natural getting them back. Right on. Yeah, Green Arrow was good. Um, that's actually been one of my favorite of the uh, Rebirth books. It's Which been one? Green Arrow. It's just been shocking. Oh, okay. Uh, Superman is still crazy now. Eradicator's back. He may oh, have- good. He may have killed Crypto. I don't know. He swallowed him whole. Isn't there also a powerless Clark Kent, too? Yeah. We don't know what's going on with that. That's in Action Comics. Action Comics, which features pre-New 52 Superman, uh, Lex Luthor Superman fighting pre-New 52 Doomsday, while powerless Clark Kent runs around not knowing what the hell's going on. Ugh. I really enjoy that book. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, the best part is when Jimmy Olsen's going to the Powerless Clark. He's like, hey, you know, maybe maybe Superman should, should show up. And he's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, Clark, I know you're Superman. He's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's fucking weird. So yeah, this Clark has no idea that he was ever Superman and probably has never been Superman. I'm assuming he's a robot of some sort, but who knows? Oh boy. Okay. It's it's fun so far. I'm en- I'm enjoying it. Um, 
Uh, trying to think of anything else that came out this week that I read. Uh, nothing comes to mind, so I'm gonna say that's it for me. Uh, one of the announcements from San Diego that I didn't include in the news that I thought was interesting, and it's getting a lot of traction, is uh, the Dick Dastardly and Muttley book that's going to be part of the Hanna-Barbera line. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> <so> <laughs> that's a thing. People, yeah, uh, and the weird thing is, like the wacky really race. hit or miss. Yeah, the Wacky Racers book is probably the weakest of the Hanna Barbera books, and that's the one that's like Fury Road. Yeah. Well, damn. Because like Future Quest is really good. Flintstones was well, I liked Flintstones quite a bit. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Scooby Doo. I read the first issue. I thought it was all right. I can see why people like it, but I stopped after that. Now, I read issue two of that and was like, fuck this until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really interesting that we're living in a world where there's going to be a Wacky Racers spinoff book written by Garth Ennis. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't give two shits about that until I read Garth Ennis. I'm like, oh, I'll read that now. No problem. Yes. So yeah, fucking crazy town. Absolutely crazy town. Do you think he just takes these corporate jobs to pay for all the time he like works at Dynamite making war comics that sell like four copies? I think yes. you're probably 100% right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to do the like, shit that I want to do, but I also got to do the shit that pays the bills. Yep. Yeah. Because no one fucking reads those books anymore. <laughs> Like, sorry, Garth, you've written about pilots, like, 100 too many times. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You just fucking, he'll go and he'll drop <laughs> Dashley Mully on us to fucking... Yeah. It's like it how we had that Secret Wars top miniseries that really wasn't at all tied to Secret Wars in any capacity. But it was about a goddamn pilot, wasn't it? Exactly it was. Yeah. So, fucking crazy. Anything else? When we wrapping this shit up. Wrap it up. Solid show, gentlemen. I like it. Let's do it again next week, shall we? Sure. You got nothing else going on? You can fucking come hang out with us, too. We'll be back next week at 10 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, leave us a voicemail. 616-951-1POP. You can email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this shit all over again. Um, next week, we're going to watch Lawrence of Arabia. We're going to go for a short movie this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, four. Jason Eyes. Oh, shit. Guzman. Oh, shit. Hold on. Breaking news. Oh, 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 oh. Miss Cleo died. I bet she didn't see that coming. <laughs> I bet not. Uh, see, God. it's funny because she's. Can we psych- go yet? Have you played the sounder? She's supposed to be a psychic. Get it? She would be able to know it was coming, and she should have called herself on her hotline and said, "Hey, when am I gonna die? Call me now." Uh... I totally forgot that that was even a thing that existed until this morning. Oh shit! Watch, we're gonna her. find like uh, Miss Cleo memoirs, where it's like the new Nostradamus shit. Be buried awesome. under her house. That'd be incredible. It's a, it's a picture of an orange man with a shitty haircut in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> that she's just etched in the wall. She's been seeing these visions for the past 20 years. Yeah, she didn't kill. She didn't die. Cancer. She killed herself because she saw the future. Yeah. 
can't do it. Boy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's the show. All right. Uh, for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, night. Love you. Bye. Send up the mics. Turn up the volume. Everybody present, say here when I call you. Schaefer. Yep. Beef. Hello. Bought three movie tickets. Got the front row. Act one. Howard Plucky, Heroes Hometown. Middle Americana, not a problem to be found. A single dad of one son with a dog just trying his best to make ends meet as a disaster scientist. One day, he stumbles upon some horrifying evidence. Our hero decides I must inform the president. Even though you seem to know exactly what you talk about, I don't think at this point in the plot I am gonna hear you out. The Washington's in fallout can't return to my home. The slash floods, earthquakes, I pick up the red phone. You get this ragtag team made of washed up marines and Dr. Jenny Marie. She studies weather extremes. It's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster. Act two, molten lava is chasing them around. Of lightning spring up from underground But our hero and his team have some hope for a cure If we can just get this crew into the center of the earth We can install a nuclear device and detonate it My findings indicate that this will stave off devastation I might have given in to my pride that is my sin But take this check and shake my hand Cause you can always trust the whites again Sir, you won't regret it Launch your finest satellite Arm it with the laser cannon Aimed upon the blast site To activate the nuke But the clock is counting down We need to act fast as our time is running out Meanwhile, hurricanes, tidal waves, floods Sun flares cause it to seem to rain blood The president just got crushed by an asteroid And the plucky hero's son Run faster, boy! It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster Last act, son makes it, dog does it may be stacked against the team they discuss it. A last ditch effort hangs heavy on our hero's mind. Blowing up the planet is the only hope for humankind. And to his leading lady, there is something I must say. Hey, you and me, Kuwait, I want to have another yesterday. Sources say the Kremlin can take us into orbit. Go to space, fix the lasers in the earth, we can't restore it. That's it? A crazy plan, but we have to try. The time is nigh, gather up supplies, we must survive. Head out for Russia in a little rowboat. Get menaced by glaciers, almost bite it, but no. At the last moment, a decision to be made. There's the love of the boy. Only one can get saved If he thinks too long The whole globe is in peril If you don't shed a tear at the end Your heart's sterile It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster it's a disaster whenever you got three nerd rappers. It's a disaster. It's a disaster whenever you got three nerd rappers. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Oh no. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.